Hey, parents and kids, uh, thanks for joining us today for Wise for Salvation. I'm Gina McMahon here with Jay Bavurka. We are so excited that you are joining us today for episode two, Image Bearers. Uh, Jay, tell us a little bit about the podcast. Yeah, welcome back. We're glad to have you here for episode two. And just a reminder of why we're doing these episodes, it's it's so that uh, we can initiate, help parents and kids initiate gospel conversations around the Word of God. We, we want you parents and you kids to be able to talk about the Word of God as you're driving down the road, as you're sitting around the dinner table, as you're doing family devotions together. And we hope that this podcast uh, is a way to help initiate some of those conversations. The goal of the podcast is not just that you would listen and forget about what we talk about. The goal of the podcast is that you would take what we say and have a conversation around a question that we're going to ask you at the very end of our time together. The the idea for this podcast came from a particular scripture that we feel like is really important to our families at Open Door. Yeah, that scripture is 2 Timothy 3.15, which tells us that the scriptures are able to make us wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. So we're going to spend some uh, time in the scriptures, then leave you with a, dis- a discussion question at the end. As we did last week, we'll start by reading a scripture passage, and then we'll have a, a brief teaching time and finish with a question for you to take away. So our scripture passage for today is Genesis 1:27, which says, So God created man in his own image. He created him in the image of God. He created them male and female. This past Sunday, uh, you heard a Sunday school lesson about God's love and how we need to love other people from 1 Corinthians 13. And the Bible repeatedly calls us to love one another, right? In John 15, Jesus tells his disciples that they are to love one another as he has loved them. So this spells out the first reason we're to love others. When we love others, we reflect Christ and his love for people. And that love is not just extended to those who love us. Christ died for his enemies. Romans 5.8 will say that Christ died for us when we were still sinners. We reflect the love of Christ most radically when we love our enemies. Something else that Jesus told us to do in Luke 6.27 is to be willing to sacrifice for our enemies just as God did for us when we were his enemies. So why should I love those who don't love me? Well, first, again, we'll say that God did this for us, but there's, there's still another reason. And I want to kind of explain that reason using two different illustrations, one that parents will identify with to start. And the, and the first one is this, that the parents, uh, maybe you've done this recently, we've done this recently, we occasionally go through all the toys in the house and we remove toys that are broken or that the kids have outgrown. And maybe they just don't show interest in them anymore. And yet the moment the parent says that the toy is going away, the child immediately raises an objection, right? Kids, maybe you've said this. You can't throw that away. The parent can't see what the child sees in that toy. Even after all those years of that toy sitting at the bottom of a toy bin, to to the kid, it is a treasure and it holds a piece of their heart. The second story is has to do with uh, some of these antique roadshow shows. So every once in a while, there'll, there'll be a news story, or maybe there's a, a program on TV about somebody who bought something in a thrift store, or they found something in an attic that looked like old junk. But instead of throwing it away, the person takes it to an appraiser, someone who's going to tell them how much it's worth. And after looking at it, the appraiser will, 
will gasp, oh my, you have got something rare and extremely valuable. Because to the untrained eye, what this person has uh, has brought to the appraiser looks like it belongs on the garbage heap. But to the trained expert, the one who knows what they're looking at, it is a treasure. And people are a little bit like that. And we look at others and we might see their sin. We might see their weakness. We remember their harsh words towards us or their unkind acts. And, and what we want to do is we want to toss them aside and have nothing to do with him. But here's where we need the eyes of the expert. We need to be able to see what the expert sees in that person. Thankfully, we have an expert in God, and he's told us that the value of this seemingly worthless individual, that that value um, is, is, is found in the fact that they bear his image. It's true that they're sinful. They may be mean and unkind. Sometimes we're sinful, right? But what God can see is that they bear his image. Even under all the dirt and the grime of sin, even beyond the cracks and chipped edges from years of living in a broken world, each person is an image bearer. Remember our verse, Genesis 1:27. So God created man in his own image. He created him in the image of God. He created them male and female. Every person is an image bearer. They reflect the God who created them in certain ways, even if that image has been distorted by sin. Being an image bearer cannot be separated from being a created human being. To be human is to be an image bearer of our creator. As Christians, we should love the image of God, and we should reflect that image in our own lives. We love in the ways that he loved us first to reflect his image to the lost world. Aren't you glad that God loved you when you were a sinner? Though his image is in you, though his image in you had been tarnished by sin, you were valuable to him, a treasure that he sent his son to die for. And because all of us are image bearers, we have the why behind why we are to find value in others and love others just as he loved us. So, Father, we thank you that we are made in your image. And we ask now that by your Spirit, you would make us wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, having looked at those scriptures and and heard that teaching, here's the question we want to leave you with today. Why is it hard for you to love others who have not been very loving to you? And how can God help us to be more loving to all people? Here it is one more time. Why is it hard for you to love others who have not been very loving? And how can God help us to be more loving to all people? 